Welcome to Miss V the Storyteller Podcast. This podcast is for anyone who has lost their voice and want to get it back. I lost my voice at a very young age, and it took me years of pain and hurt to get it back. On this podcast, I will bring you personal stories that will make you laugh, cry, think, heal, and in some cases, propel you into making new and better choices. At the end of each story, I give you my thoughts and I ask you probing questions to make you think. No one is perfect and no answer is wrong. So let's get started. Hey, it's me, Miss V, the storyteller, and I am so excited to tell the first story of season two of Miss V, the storyteller podcast. This story, you guys, is hilarious. The name of the story is called Los Angeles, Here I Come, Part One. Los Angeles was my first time leaving Virginia and flying on a plane. My friend Sonia, she won a round trip ticket to L.A. Her sister couldn't go, so she asked me if I wanted to go. (laughs) Of course I said yes. Free tickets? I was so excited, and I still had the fake ID that I had made, and it still worked. So I knew I would not have a problem getting into clubs or going anywhere we wanted to go. I packed my clothes, had my brother take me to the airport. I boarded that plane and was ready to go. Now, thank God, no one in my family had ever been on a plane before, so I didn't have any of those, you know, horror stories to make me afraid. When that plane took off, I was good. I thought to myself, this is no problem. I did not understand why some people were holding on to their chairs so tight. I thought the one lady who sat across from me, I thought she was going to pull that chair right out of the floor. Her face told it all. She was terrified. Now, Sonya, she had me believing she had flown on a plane before. But the look on her face, it was just like the lady who was sitting across from me. Thank God we had a short layover, which gave Sonya a break from flying. But me, I was still good. We arrived in LA on time, gathered our bags, and waited for the van to take us to the rental car place. Now, if you have ever been in LA before, you know how they drive. I thought that van driver was going to drive right over my foot. He told us to jump on. Before we could sit down, he had pulled off into traffic and almost thrown me out the window. Thank God, y'all, we arrive at the rental car place safely. Well, almost safely. 
because he never stopped the van. He told us to jump off and that's what we did. We literally jumped off the van because he never stopped moving. Sonia and I walked into the rental car place to find a handsome man behind the desk. His name was Arthur. He asked us our names. I wasn't old enough to rent a car, but Sonia was, so she gave him her name. She got the car. The guy behind the desk kept looking at me. Sonia said, girl, I think he is interested in you. I told her she was so wrong. You see, Sonia was tall, skinny, with long hair down her back, and I was not. So a guy being interested in me over her, it was not happening. I was wrong. He asked us where we were staying, gave me his number, and told us to call him and he would show us around LA. Before we walked out, a girl named Bridget walked in, wanted to know what we what was going on. Arthur told her we were visiting and he offered to show us around. Bridget was so excited and she offered to show, show us around as well. She gave us her number and I gave her my number. She said she would take us to Universal Studios. This was great. However, I was a little bit hesitant because we were in a strange place and didn't know anyone. Sonya told me it was fine and we will only go to public places. I said, okay. Sonya asked Arthur how to get to the hotel where we were staying. He gave her directions and off we went. Listen, y'all, the hotel was 15 minutes away from where we were. Five hours later, we arrived at the hotel. I would give you the short version of what happened. Somehow, Sonya got on the freeway headed in the wrong direction. I kept telling her she was going the wrong way, but she said she wasn't. Finally, I convinced her to pull over and I would go and ask for directions, and she did. We got back on the freeway going in the right direction. I went to sleep because I had had enough. I know it was wrong, but enough was enough. When we got to our rooms, not one word was spoken. The next morning, we got up, got dressed as if the day before had never happened. We had the entire weekland. First, the price is right. Sonya drove us and we found it with no problem. The lines were so long. We found out that they did two tapings a day, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. We were there for the first taping, but the line was so long, we ended up having to wait for the second taping. After about three hours of waiting, a man came out to let us know they were having technical difficulties and the second taping was being pushed back an hour or so. So we decided to wait. A few minutes later, another man came out asking if anyone wanted to see a new sitcom coming out. The only thing was you would lose your place in line for The Price is Right. So many people jumped up and they left. That put me and Sonya number 12 and 13 in line. You were talking about some happy people, not to mention 
the first show finished earlier than they expected, so we walked right into the building about 20 minutes after the other people left. Sonya said, Girl, be real bubbly and happy so one of the producers would choose one of us. It didn't work, y'all. And I was pure joy. As we walked into the studio, the usher walked me and Sonya right to the front two rows, right behind the people who were called to bid on the first items. We had the best time. They told us when the show would be airing so we could watch it. Listen, when we watched that show, you could see me and Sonya the entire time. That was a great day. Next, Universal Studio. Bridget called the next morning saying she was off and asked us if we wanted to go to Universal Studios. Sonya and I said, yes, of course. We met Bridget in the main entrance Bridget had to go over and get the tickets, so we waited for her. While Sonya and I was waiting, we walked around looking at all the different displays and movie po posters and, you know, all the things that they have out there. Sonya walked right up to this silver statue and proceeded to touch it. <laughs> well, she got the shock of her life. It touched her. That girl screamed so loud it took off running. By the time Bridget returned, I was on the ground laughing and Sonya was hot. Once we got onto the trolley, she calmed herself down. It was nice seeing all the places where they shot different movies. We saw a few movie stars, but that wasn't the most exciting thing that happened. It was, we got tickets to be a part of the studio audience of a taping of the show called 227. Y'all, I almost wet myself. We walked in and took our seats and the taping started. All was going great until the actress, Pearl, she kept messing up her lies. Me and Sonya were cracking up. When they finally finished, the cast gathered together and thanked us for coming to be a part of the audience. I got an autograph from the character Jack A, and she was so nice. I still have that autograph to this day. After Universal, Bridget asked us if we wanted to get something to eat. We said yes, but Bridget had to make two stops. First, her grandmother's house. Listen, when we walked in, I was the last person two eyes from this dark room yelled out to me, asked me, do you live in a barn? Close my front door. I closed that door and didn't say a word. While we waited for Bridget, Sonya answered every question the two eyes asked. The two eyes asked me if I talked. I said nope and continued staying quiet. Thank God we left. I was feeling so uncomfortable. We never saw the person in the room who only had two eyes. The next stop Bridget took us to was worse than her grandmother's house. I think we were in Watts. You know where Fred Sanford lived. She took us into this house that was falling down. People were everywhere coming and going. This time, Sonya nor I spoke a word. 
I was sitting in the corner, y'all, shaking and quaking, praying we would get the hell out of there before the police came. I knew that place was a drug house and we did not belong there. When we got into the car, I asked Bridget what kind of house was it. She said, you don't want to know. That was it for me. I told Sonya I wasn't going anywhere else with Bridget and she agreed. All right, friends, here are my thoughts. Visiting LA was awesome. So many things happened to us, but taking us to a drug dealer's house was not okay. I don't know what Bridget was thinking. It may have been okay for her. Maybe it was her lifestyle, but who takes two strangers to a drug house? Lesson taught and learned. Drive your own car. Now, here are my questions. What are your thoughts on Bridget taking us to the drug house? What would you have done? Now, listen, you all want to make sure you listen out for part two, because part two, I tell you what happened in Mexico. All right, friends. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I pray that this episode has brought some joy to your life and you have learned something about yourself. If you like what you hear, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. And for more information about Miss V the Storyteller, you can visit my website at MissVTheStoryteller.GoDaddySites.com. Thanks for listening.